Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hashtag Anxiety Podcast. I'm Cassie here with the amazing Lola B. Hello. We are, we are going to be talking about something so fun today, um, riding the wave of anxiety and what is in our surf kit. But before we jump in, a few disclaimers. I often swear like a sailor. It hasn't happened too much yet, but moving, I think episode three, it's like dating, right? The third date is when things happen. The third episode, who knows? Yeah, I didn't wait for day three. Starting in the first episode, I swore up a storm. Nothing wrong with that. Our other disclaimer is neither of us are licensed mental health workers. So if you find that you need some extra support, please make sure to reach out and get whatever support or help you need. Yeah. And just FYI, I, I really like psychologytoday.com. It's got tons of resources. You can put in um, information about what would be a good fit for you and it'll help you find something. We're not sponsored by psychologytoday.com, but we would certainly welcome that. That would be fantastic. We're all about it. Absolutely. Feel free to throw us money, send Mm -hmm. us a bottle of wine, some Mm -hmm. chocolates, whatever. Mm -hmm. All of that would go in the surf kit. (laughs) Absolutely. So I love the idea of talking about this as an actual kit, because I am pretty sure I, I kind of have parts of what would be in a kit already, or I could make a physical kit to take with me. And I might actually do that moving forward, but I would love to know what is in your kit. We wrapped up the last episode, we talked a little bit about a few coping skills, uh, the five, four, three, two, one methods and breathing and grounding, but I would love to know if you were to put together a kit or, you know, if other coping skills, what works for you? I have um, a laundry list, which I'm so happy to share with you. And I want to do some reciprocity back and forth. I'd love for you to tell me what's in yours. And, And that brings me to say something real quick before we keep going, which is Cassie and I don't talk about the subject before we record. So I sent her a list of topics. She sent me a list of topics. We choose from one of those those topics and that's it. It's a one sentence. This is what we're going to talk about. And then we just fly by the seat of our pants, which, you know, some of you may say, yeah, that totally makes sense as to why uh, Lola B never knows what the hell she's talking about is because she's making it up as she goes along. But uh, it's it's true. I mean, it's it's we wanted to be um, organic and um, authentic. And so what you hear coming out of our mouths, I don't know what it's in Cassie's surf kit. So I can't wait to hear what that is. I can start by telling you what my anxiety of the week is, Cassie, yes. if you'd like to know. Um, I am excited and terrified to tell you that I have been accepted into a clinical trial and I am thrilled and as I said, terrified and here's why. So I take a medication for heartburn that has a side effect of long-term use is dementia. Uh, And as the listeners may know, my mom had dementia. She passed away pretty recently from complications from dementia. It, it's really not that fun. It's not something I want to do. And so I, uh, I got a, a letter about a new medication to try that does not have that side effect. So I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Here's the thing, though. I was anxious about it, so I didn't respond to the letter in a timely fashion. So by the time I respond, they're like, oh, yeah, it's full. So we can just go right ahead and put you on a wait list and we'll let you know if uh, an opening comes available. So I'm like, fine. So this was several weeks ago. So yesterday I get a phone call saying, Hey, it's your lucky day. There's an opening. 
uh, but the trial itself closes on Friday. So you must decide right this second if you would like to be involved in the clinical trial. So I'm like, sure. But ever since then, I have ruminated about it and keep thinking I fully expect to be kicked out of the clinical trial at any moment. Like, you know, you take vitamin C. No, we don't do that. You got you're out. Your blood work came back wonky. Nope, you're out. So I'm, you know, I'm already anticipating that it's going to be this stressful, anxiety producing situation. And then today on my way home, there was a silver alert on the freeway. So that's like an amber alert, but for older folks who have memory issues, who maybe wandered away. And I started to laugh out loud, like, yeah, that is me. That's gonna be me. I'm gonna be a silver alert if I don't change medications. This is something I really need to get going and do. So I've decided to try to manage my anxiety, get out my surf kit, not stress about being kicked out of the clinical trial and give it a try. So the first thing in my surf kit is music. It is um, a really great thing for me, but not the calm Zen stuff you get with the pan flute at the at the spa. Like that just makes me rage. I have no desire to listen to that when I'm anxious. I'm talking about hardcore rock and roll as loud as I can, preferably the food fighters. Dave Grohl from the Food Fighters makes me feel peaceful just thinking about him. Uh, and I love it. So the, the more um, hardcore, not screamo, but close, the happier I am, the less anxious I am. So that's my the first one on my list. I agree with you. I love spa music when I'm at the spa and I'm relaxed <laughs> and I'm going to get a massage. Yeah. But it makes me irritable otherwise. So I am with you with, I need, I need some heavy music. I'm a bit of an old, so I kind of love like the, the nineties rock, like rage against the machine and tool. And I can do some screamo. The super screamo also has the same effect as the spa. So there's a nice balance of angry, but not screaming at me and then making me feel like I messed up. Um, I also find I don't speak German. My family is German. I find sometimes that angry German music also does it for me. I don't know what they're saying, but something about just hearing people scream at me in German feels very (laughs) And I'll preface, I'll just disclaimer. I'm like, my family talks loud, but nobody yells at anybody in German. So I don't know where that came from, but way back in your genealogy history yeah. or something. I, I think part of not even understanding what they're saying makes it helpful. Like, I feel yeah, like you don't have to analyze like, anything, right? Yeah. You just, you yeah. just take it at face value. I yeah. love that. What's it, what else is in your kit? I have a tendency to get hangry, but also if I am undernourished or haven't eaten for a while, two things can happen. One, I'll constantly be wondering like, are we ever going to eat what is happening? And then that's all I can think about. And two, I just feel like sometimes a snack will just help. I, I plan everything, but every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I didn't think we were going to be gone for eight hours. And I had breakfast at 5am and now it's 8pm. And I hate everyone. I hate hate everyone. (laughs) And then it makes me anxious because now I hate everyone and I'm irritable. And now I'm worried about how I'm acting, even though I just can't even control myself. So, um, I could be in the Snickers commercial. So I think having some sort of (laughs) nourishment in my kit gives me peace of mind. And also for those, for those days, like things happened. That was my day yesterday. I ended up leaving my house at 7am. I had a breakfast meeting 
at about 8.30 and was driving home at 7.30 and had a Dr. Pepper all day. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is why. I can't believe um, your your neighbors are still alive. Like, I mean, it was because I was stuck on the, on the road. Atlanta traffic is no joke. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's part of it. So I had to stop and get myself a snack, come home and eat dinner and I was fine. So I think nice. it sounds like you know, what a mother would do for a child, but I think having a snack available yeah. in your kit, it, it's just helpful. Yeah. Those soccer moms have it going on. Like yeah. they totally get it. Their, their uh, car is always filled with like sweaty socks and snacks. Mm-hmm. And one of the two of those is, is a great idea. So I think that's a, a good way to go. Good for you to figure it out and good for you to stop and get a snack. Like I might've just powered through and said, oh, I just wait till I get home to eat. And then you're, you know, rageful to the people that you love in your own home. No, you know, you don't want that. I dated someone for a while. Obviously it didn't work out. Um, but was it he because was, of the hangry? No, no, but he was very <laughs> smart. I think he kind of helped me figure this out. He, we would drive a lot and he would always drive. Like we'd have to go places and he started carrying snacks in his pickup. Mm. And I was like, this guy's amazing. He has cheese and crackers in his car. Yeah. That's brilliant. If somehow I could have a charcuterie board travel everywhere with me, my life would be golden. I don't think I'd ever have anxiety. That's what I like to think. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. Cheese and crackers or Snickers has to go in my surf kit. Nice. Nice. Okay. The next thing in my surf kit is the worry stone. I think that that's what I call it. I had one. It was like made of, I'm not sure what it would be glass. I think like a really, and it had a, a divot in it that was just the right size for your thumb. So I would put it in my pocket and then I would rub my thumb on it. And I had it uh, when all of the crazy stuff was going down with my ex and I'd have to go to cord and you know all of that kind of stuff I rubbed the hell out of that thing you know I mean there there were times I was worried I was going to break it and slice my hand open because I'm just rubbing it so hard but man it helped but I'll tell you when it got to be significantly less crazy I threw it away for me I felt like all the the anxiety and the bad juju was in that stone so I chucked it and I, you know, kind of made some ceremony out of it. Like I'm done with that part of my life. This is great. And I got rid of it and I got something different. That's not on my list, but, uh, I have two sitting on my desk right here and I never know what to call them, but they have the divots for your thumb. Nice. So I have one yeah. that's rose quartz and one, I think this is obsidian, which is supposed to be for negative energy. So when I'm sitting in meetings or feeling nervous, I all often do that. The shitty thing about being a woman is a lot of times pants don't have pockets. That is very true. Though I have, I have taken them in the bra, which, you know, that's all right. It's a good storage spot. So I'm going to add that to my list. It wasn't on there before, but I would add those things. Cause I agree. There is something nice, uh, just to have a physical. Yeah, that tech to touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also grounding. I think just being able to touch something they have the, what are the, the fidget? Yeah. Fidget spinners. For me, it was distracting and they're too big. Yes. Just like in a meeting or, you know, or in your, again, in your pocket or lack thereof. I've seen one though, that is a fidget ring that you wear. So it's like a a little bit wider band and then in on the inside of not inside, but around that band is a smaller one that spins. 
So it's just on your finger. It's like a, these little beads that mm-hmm. just slide around on top. So it's like, yeah, that's on my Christmas list because that right. looks cool. And I don't think it would be, obviously you wear it. And so you don't have to find a pocket for it. And I think it's, for me, it would be less intrusive. I think I, and it's pretty, it's silver. I have to find it. Oh, really. it I found it online and I need to hunt it down and put it on my Christmas list. I also could do the hair tie around the wrist and do the oh, snapping. Snapping? Not hard, but just, that's my angsty youth cure <laughs> for dealing with anxiety. That's a good one. I think lots of people like that one. That one makes me angry. I can't do that one. <laughs> I think that's, that's why we want to have this conversation because <laughs> there, like we said, there's so many articles online or people's opinions about what works. And it's really important to find what works for you, or even just get curious about what might work and try right. new things. Right. I have a breathing one that um, Heather Finley, uh, who's a dietitian in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And she specializes in like gut and gut brain kind of stuff and how your gut really runs your whole body. Um, and she recommends a breathing exercise. It's four, seven, eight. Um, and it's, it's, I think it was made for relaxation. When I looked it up, it was made for relaxation, but she says it's phenomenal for digestion, which the older I get, the more important that is. So, but it's, so it's, uh, it's four, seven, eight. So you breathe in for four seconds, you hold it for seven and you exhale for eight. I can remember that I can do that and not pass out. So, you know, so that breathing one works for me. There's lots of different breathing techniques out there. Um, but that one I find I use the most because it, it seems to really calm my, my breath and my heartbeat. Um, and very, but very quickly, like, and I think lots of people use it for sleep, sleeping, mm-hmm. which I've tried and it doesn't help me with sleeping, but I don't know that anything will help me with sleeping. That's how I feel. But certainly, you know, during the day or if there's, you know, even like, I think I said last time, I really am not anxious 24 seven. It makes it, I make it sound like I am and I'm really not, but even just to kind of, you know, I get really busy at work. So even to just stop and do that breathing for 30 seconds, just do it through like two or three times, just helps me kind of clear my brain and then, okay, let's go. You know, I can get kind of back into the, the craziness of my job. So I really like that one. I do seven eleven. So breathe in for seven, pause, and then out for eleven. Because oh. I can remember it, and I love counting because it's part of my OCD. I like to count, so it calms me down. I don't have that kind of lung capacity, so good it's for you. the only time I can calm down is that slow breath out. It's the only time being slow isn't anxiety producing, really. I love it. Speaking of sleep, another thing in my surf kit is a sleep mask, which. Mm. is more, I, I do wear a sleep mask when I sleep, but it's more of just a reminder of maybe I just need to like stop and breathe or take a few minutes to take a nap. I have been known to pull over and just like catch a quick nap in a parking lot. If I'm really tired, That's my smart. anxiety is so much worse and yeah. dealing with everything is so much harder. So I tend to be very boundary is the one place I am rock solid in boundaries, other parts of my life. It's a work in progress, but around sleep, I'm so good about my sleep hygiene and sleep boundaries, because I know for me and for my anxiety, it's so important. That's cool. I can learn from you. Maybe that's a topic we can do down the road is just, and, and in fact, I think it's one of the ones I suggested because I really struggle with sleep. Um, and, and didn't before 
you know, the last six years or so. And, but the last six years, even though things are less crazy, uh, no blame. It's just, this is just how it is. I don't really, I don't sleep well. So, and I've tried lots of things. So I would love to, you know, when we do the, the podcast on sleep hygiene, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Cause I love that you said you're rock solid. Boy, that I aspire to that. Not perfect, but I'm pretty solid in it. Yeah, no, that that's would be awesome. The other thing that's on my list, that probably the last thing that that's you know that I use as often as I can, uh, as I play golf, and um, I'm not very good at it. Golf is a rich man's sport, so <laughs> I don't play as often as I would like to. But I really enjoy it, and be, and maybe because I don't take it particularly seriously, which you know, probably irritates the people that I golf with. Um, but, but for me, it's, I love being outside. I like the fresh air and sunshine that really helps with feeling peaceful. Uh, but that's similar to, I would have a pair of tennis shoes in my, in my kit or in my, my kit is more of a duffel bag yeah. or a large purse backpack, maybe at this point. Um, but also sometimes I just need to stop and take a walk or take my shoes off entirely and put my feet in the grass. Before I moved to Atlanta, I lived in San Diego. And so just going to the beach for a few minutes was often an option. I would take the long way home, stop, walk in the sand. It's not like that in Atlanta. So I've had to get a little bit uh, more creative over here, Uh, but putting my feet in the grass has a similar effect or even just doing some yoga poses outside, just physical activity, I think is, is, so helpful in kind of disrupting those anxious thoughts. Endorphins are a beautiful thing. You know, they, it's really a, it's really a physical phenomenon and it really can lift your mood without you having to shift your, your perspective, even your body kind of takes care of you in that way. And in, with endorphins, and that's, that's a really helpful thing. You know, yoga um, would be on my list, but I'll tell you why it's not. <clears throat> I'm going to give anybody who's listening, this business idea. And if you take it and run with it, I just would like credit, maybe a little bit of money, but mostly credit. I have always wanted to open um, a yoga studio called Sky Studios. And the sky stands for shitty knees yoga. Because I, right? I I think there should be shitty knees yoga, Sky Yoga Studio or Sky Studios all across the country for those of us who cannot get down on our knees because I've had surgery and it just doesn't bend that way. I think it should be yoga on a stability ball. You're welcome. That's a brilliant idea. You can do all kinds of things on a stability ball, but there's lots of folks who can't get down on their knees and do all of that yoga stuff. But I really dig yoga. I really like it. I like the poses. I like the way I feel when I could, could do it before I had surgery. I really enjoyed it. But since then it's just not a thing. So if somebody will please, you know, get those in every city, that'd be fantastic. Cause I will be your biggest customer. We need lifetime memberships for free. I'm tagging, I'm riding these coattails of whoever runs with this. <laughs> I think it's fair. I think we should, I think we should get some sort of credit for that because that's a brilliant idea. There are a lot of people who can't get down on the floor or it's not easy to get down on the floor. It's not easy to fold up like an envelope. I can't do that, but I, I would benefit from other things that yoga has to offer. So that's, there's my business idea. Let us know how that works out for y'all. <laughs> I love it. 
anything else in your surf kit? No, not at the moment. I mean, I try to add to it, you know, um, figuratively and physically, you know, I'm like you, I have some things at the ready, um, you know, like the discs and that kind of thing that I, that I can rub in the worry stone, that kind of thing. You know, I like essential oils, but not so much that I use it every day. You know, I'm not that kind. I'm not that kind of essential oil person, but there's, you know, like you were saying earlier, there's thousands and I'd love to hear from folks about what they use and, you know, what can I, what ideas can I steal from other people? Because we are a community, right? The, the, we are an, a hashtag anxiety podcast community. We are an anxiety community where we share with each other and only other people who kind of have this thing get it but I think a lot of people have this thing to one degree or another and so hearing what other folks use to help kind of bring a little peace and calm the 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 craziness of the brain that sometimes it can be I would love that so I would love to hear our listeners uh suggest and tell us what they do like you said we can learn from each other we can find totally new things that we hadn't even thought about Something that's on my Christmas list is noise canceling headphones, because while music is something that sometimes works for me in my anxiety, sometimes there's just so much noise and chatter outside that that also makes me have anxiety. And so on my Christmas list, I really want the new Apple ones, but they're ridiculously expensive. So if anybody listening knows good noise canceling headphones, I'm in the market. I think that's a great idea for you, other than I'm a little concerned about the fact that you watched it's almost um, exclusively killer shows. So yeah. is that a problem? <laughs> like, are you <laughs> noise canceling? I can't hear the killer coming up behind me. Is that going to be an issue or is that just me? Well, I mean, it's going to be an issue now. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. Um, no, I think I'll only use them in places like you know, when trusted other people are around who are supposed to protect me anyway, like the dog or the man, not when I'm sitting at home alone. That would be not be a good idea. Thanks for talking to me today. Thanks everybody. Again, let us know what is in your toolkit. If you have a toolkit, if you learned anything, we really want this to be a community and are excited to hear from you. We'd also love to hear what your anxiety of the week is. So make sure to uh, tag us on social media at hashtag anxiety podcast. Use the hashtag anxiety of the week. Did I get that right? Yes. There's a lot of anxiety happening with the, with the tags. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Be well. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on Instagram at hashtag anxiety podcast. Hashtag is spelled out. And you can find me, Lola B, at rrlolab.com. And you can find me at Coach with Cassie or at CassieGob.com. We'll see you next week.